0: What's going on guys? Connor the personal trainer here and I'm coming at you with my first MMA breakdown episode. So, there's no no fitness stuff here. I'm just a straight up huge fan of MMA and I have been analyzing Colby Covington versus Kamaru Usman, really getting to know both fighters' careers and I just wanted to go into what I think is going to happen this weekend. I'm just going to put my prediction out there and let me just say this is a very close fight, so I could very easily be wrong. Don't get me wrong. This is not a sure thing. Don't go out and place bets based on what I've said. Uh, but I do have an opinion on who's going to win, and I'm going to break it down right now. So to start off, Colby Covington and Kamaru Usman, personality-wise... Colby is extremely annoying. He bought like this super cheap blue suit a couple years ago. He started calling everyone in Brazil filthy animals. He finds every single possible thing he can say to annoy you, including even insulting people's um, coaches who have died <laughs> he's done that uh he He made fun of Matt Hughes getting hit by a train, said that he is a train, and you got to get out the way uh, when he beat Robbie Lawler, which is. Uh, very distasteful, obviously, and he also has made comments about Glenn Robinson, I believe it was, who is uh, coach of Kamara Usman's, who's passed away. Uh, basically, saying he's going to burn in hell, and that he's a terrible person. Now, I don't know whether he is a terrible person or not, but obviously, Colby is crossing a lot of lines. Uh, just to go back a little bit, if you don't know Colby's story, essentially, he's a wrestler. Division one really good wrestler and he was winning in the UFC, but he was uh, Not winning over many fans with his grappling heavy style Uh, Because again, he's not like a submission artist either This guy is just going to take you down and beat you up But he's not going to hit you hard and he's probably going to beat you by decision And typically the UFC brass not a big fan of people who just get decisions. So Colby knew that he was on the chopping block and uh, from Everything that I've heard from people that know him, from Cameron Haynes, Joe Rogan, people who know him behind closed doors, there's tons of interviews saying in the wrestling community he's a great guy. Um, He's just a super, super humble, hardworking, low-key, down-to-earth, Midwest American guy. And this whole thing that he's doing is this shtick that he is basically taking on, so that he could keep his job, so he started by saying that a bunch of people in Brazil were filthy animals when he went to fight in Brazil, and he got a lot of media attention for it, a lot of hate, including death threats from, uh, like a Brazilian cartel. Um. So yeah. So he's got a lot of attention. He's made himself the the most hated man in MMA, the most annoying guy in MMA. But all of a sudden, his career is absolutely crushing it. So. Um, basically he's given us a reason to want to tune in he did it to save his career Um, all of that's cool he crosses the line when he starts making these comments about coaches um, who have died people who have been in horrible train crashes Um, but it is a tactic and he's using it as a tactic and it is going to come into play in this breakdown which is why I've gone through all of this so that's a little bit of background on Colby Covington Now, Kamaru Usman, just a little bit of background on him so you get to know who he is. He is a guy who was originally born in Nigeria. There's a huge list of Nigerian champions, uh, incredible athletes, incredible people, super intelligent, super hardworking, just a culture of excellence. And essentially, like you've got Israel Adesanya, you've got Anthony Joshua, and you've got him. So we've got some serious, serious athletes Uh, from Nigerian descent in the fight game, and they're incredible. So Kamaru comes from that background, comes to the States. His father, I believe, was, he was arrested uh, or something like that, Um, but it was under some strange circumstances where he didn't really commit any crime or anything, and so... I think it was like tax evasion or something. I don't know that one. I wish I had um, looked it over before jumping on here. I wasn't expecting to talk about it. But anyway, something happened with his dad where his dad was just like a hardworking businessman, but maybe some kind of tax law or something like that. Things were taken away from him. I think he was actually thrown in prison. And so Camaro had to kind of go through the, the system without his dad, you know, going through school, everything like that, the immigrant experience. Uh, So, and people also, you know, find out about that kind of a thing and then say, oh, your dad's a criminal, everything like that, when uh, apparently he actually wasn't. So you have this unjust experience. You have, you deal with racism, you deal with everything like that uh, coming up. And Colby is now, oh, I forgot to say, Colby's this huge, like, pro-Trump guy. Uh, He carries around Trump's book i mean he the Trumps actually come and watch his fights now. it's all I believe again just a career tactic, and he does the thing that is the most annoying and triggering um so jumping on the Trump bandwagon was super effective for him uh, to do that but anyway the trump uh you know administration is also uh, very anti immigrant, and you know he kind of got elected stirring up a lot of anti immigration sentiment and so Colby, in a lot of ways, represents the racist, oppressive white male hegemonic state that has pretty much um, made Kamaru's life difficult growing up, and actually got his father thrown in prison. So, uh, obviously, Colby's not directly responsible for any of that, but he's very representative of a lot of that. So, to Kamaru colby represents a lot more than just a fighter who's trash talking uh he kind of represents the he's kind of like the um i don't know how to put this he's almost like a symbol of everything that uh kamara went through that he actually can fight physically which has its pros and its cons and i'm going to get into that uh so with that said, so that's a little bit about Kamaru's story. Now, coming up, he was a Division II wrestler, uh, did very well there. I think he was a champion. He did exceptionally well. I know that for sure. Was an Olympic hopeful, uh, wrestled some high-level guys, was not a top tier but just below, really excellent wrestler, and then came over to uh, you know fighting. And it, to go back to Colby's style, Colby's style is he's going to get right in your face. He's going to start throwing strikes at a high volume, never that hard. He's going to take you down. He's going to push you up against the fence. He's going to try to underhook, beat on you a little bit, take you down. You get back up. He's okay with that. He drags you back down. You get back up. He drags you back down. Uh, he does ultra marathon training with Cam Haynes. Uh, he's been known from day one to have a third lung is the saying, where he just has this exceptional cardio, and he does not get tired, and so he'll just go and go and go and go, until you're just broken down and exhausted and he also throws an insane volume of strikes he set the record against Robbie Lawler throwing over 500 strikes in a five-round fight Um, so he's just always on you peppering you hitting you everything like that Uh, Kamaru is a little bit more deliberate Kamaru's got a longer reach as well and so Kamaru can throw some very explosive punches he has broken his hands a few times in the past allegedly Uh, so he may have brittle hands which could be a factor Uh, both of these guys are mostly decision machines they just get decisions Um, Kamaru is much more deliberate so he'll walk out to the center of the cage he'll use a very good jab he likes to lead with the right hand throw his jab, throw his jab the occasional straight, left every now and then he'll switch stances when he does that he likes to lead with a left hook rather than leading with the jab so much Um, in between rounds he's very calm stands, catches his breath now I've watched his most recent fights and he is known for exceptional cardio as well But what I've noticed is he's also incredibly strong. And so in all of those fights, he tends to control where the fight's at. He's never been taken down. Um, He's usually got the edge in striking and in reach as well. And what that allows him to do is dictate the pace of the fight quite a bit. So while he doesn't get tired, he's never been forced to fight um, away from his pace. So he's very deliberate Uh, He comes out, takes the center of the octagon, starts working the jab. He'll throw hard leg kicks, um, mostly outside leg kicks, but he will obviously change it up depending on the opponent. Very hard committed leg kicks to start to chip away at people and then mostly just working the jab. And then he will try to bring them up against the fence as well. Um, He uses the fence quite a bit in his takedown, so he backs people up to the fence, pins them up against the fence, and then utilizes the fence as a part of his offensive wrestling strategy. And then typically he'll take control, get top position, and then just beat on people slowly and steadily, very, very cautious and deliberate. Colby is more of a, you know, rush out, throw crazy, just strikes, knees, punches, kicks, try to take you down from the outside, try to take you down from against the fence, just always attacking you always just in your face never lets you get settled and then just completely overwhelms you he calls it melting people he just gets in people's faces and he does melt them they wilt after a couple rounds they can't keep up with the pace and the volume so that's a little bit of of background on both of them they're both 15 and 1 they both lost by submission i believe once earlier in their careers uh when colby did lose he did have a broken rib and took the fight uh with a broken rib because he needed to basically pay his bills so he just went in uh with Kamaru I don't know the story of his I think he just made a mistake Kamaro's was much longer ago I don't believe it was in the UFC whereas Colby's was in the UFC but obviously the circumstances were a little bit um you know he just he wasn't at his best so that brings us to the fight so we'll start with the mental state so Colby what Colby's done is he's made enemies everywhere and he's even made them in his gym. He's called out Jorge Masvidal, who he used to, um, you know, he used to be very close friends with, and I think even like crashed on his couch for a little bit. Uh, calls him out. He's called out John Jones for being a cokehead and all this stuff. They were roommates in college. So Colby has basically burned bridges with the whole world, other than his closest friends and family, and he's totally fine with that. He did it a while ago. He's been living this life for a while. So for him. Getting all this hate and all this pressure is nothing new. Um, It's just normal. It's status quo for him, and he's shown us that he actually performs better under that kind of pressure. Uh, He's able to use it as fuel to train harder and to come in and just prove everyone wrong and disappoint them again and again and again because everyone wants to see him lose. So he's used that as a tool to give himself no choice but to win, and it's worked really well for him. So for him coming into this fight... He's been trying to get to this title forever He's been talking this kind of trash forever. He's been this hated forever and everyone wants to knock his friggin head off So coming in against Kamaru It's just normal normal stuff. This is just what he does It's obviously uh, There's a bit of a bigger magnitude, but this is pretty status quo for him With Kamaru for the most part people have been very respectful of him Um, He's never dealt with someone who's trash talked him at this level and When you watch him fight, you see he sticks to a game plan exceptionally well, and that's a trait that you see in the greatest champions. Like if you look at Georges St-Pierre, Ferasa Hobby made him a plan. They came up with it together, they agreed on it, and then George executed, and he did not waver from it, which is why he was able to have the greatest championship reign in UFC history, uh, in my personal opinion. Obviously biased, I'm Canadian, I live in Montreal, Uh, so take that with a grain of salt, of course. But one of the greatest absolutely for sure and the reason was because he was able to stay calm and stick to his plan kamaru has always done the same thing he comes in he's very deliberate with his plan if he gets booed if people don't like his performance you know he'll make excuses after but in the cage he does not let that affect him and he sticks to the plan exactly so all that to say he's now fighting colby Colby has said things about his coach. He's been trash-talking him for years. Um, He's just done everything he can to piss him off, including making fun of his old coach who died. And in terms of cardio, Kamara is a little bit bigger. As I mentioned before, he's always been able to control the pace. So I think the main story of the fight here, there's a few things that are key, but when it comes to the psychology here, Kamara has never been under more pressure to lose to Colby would be – it would suck so bad because Colby has talked so much shit, and Colby is so annoying. And, you know, he said all these things. You want to go out and you want to knock his head off for your coach – uh kamaru they did a press conference earlier like uh, in the last week or two kamaru came out with his shirt off he's flexing on him being angry colby's just you know sitting there smirking doing his usual thing kamaru's acting totally out of character coming up flexing on him um threatening him he even tried to start a fight with him in public at a buffet um he's obviously in kamaru's head kamaru wants to kill him he's achieved that goal now, the question is, does Camaro come out, stick to his exact game plan, wait for a moment when Colby shows an opening and then absolutely knock his head off? Or do they get in there? Colby's finally across the ring. You know, he starts talking shit in the ring, sticking his tongue out at him, doing all this arrogant bullshit. Does Camaro lose it and start just losing his head and going after him and for the first time in his career go away from the game plan? And no one could ever make him go away from his game plan except maybe Colby. Does he have the strength of mind when fighting someone who represents everything that he went through to stick to the game plan? And I want to say he does. I think that he does. And I'm hoping he's just selling the fight, but this coming out without his shirt on, flexing, all that stuff, it doesn't look good. Um, when you look at George St. Pierre with Nate Diaz, when you look at Khabib when dealing with Conor McGregor, the people who can stay very calm and not kind of engage in the dance and just stay above it the whole way, those tend to be the ones who can rise past the psychological warfare. But when you see big reactions like coming out, flexing, using energy, even just that coming out and flexing, the thing is, is that is energy that could have been directed at just sticking to the game plan, doing a little bit of extra training. Um, I know it's minute. It's very small. But if you have 100, 100 energy points a day and you're wasting five on thinking about how you're going to kill this guy and getting all heated, Colby's not using that little bit of energy. And when things are so equal, when you're both 15 and 1, when you're both high-level wrestlers, when you're both in the biggest fight of your career, that tiny little energy difference could be enough to make a difference. The other thing is, when Kamara gets in there, does he lose his head and just start rushing after Colby and trying to hit him as hard as he can? Because even though Kamara is known for his cardio, he always controls the pace. And if he can't control the pace against Colby, there's a very good chance that we finally see his cardio wilt for the first time ever. Uh, Colby's will not. It's not going to happen unless he gets like severely injured, a broken rib, something like that. So I give Colby the slight edge in cardio, and if he can get Kamaru to go off his game plan and start winging big shots and losing control even a little bit for brief moments, it is extremely possible that Colby can then use that to wear him down and melt him. So in the mental warfare, I mean – Kamaro, he's not a big knockout guy. He knocked out people early in his career. Maybe he'll channel all this energy and all of the anger and all of the bitterness. And maybe he will just hit Colby with a bomb. He can throw some exceptionally fast, powerful punches. And he does have the reach advantage as well by about four inches. And so maybe we'll see him just absolutely sleep Colby and all this trash talk really won't pay off. Um, Slightly more likely is that you see him burning a little bit of energy trying to do it, and he's really giving it to Colby for the first round or two, and things aren't looking like they're going Colby's way. Um, and then slowly the tide starts to turn for Colby in the third, fourth, and fifth. And so that is uh, very possible, and you'll see Kamaro possibly wear himself out if he can't keep his cool, which is going to be hard to do because Colby is really goddamn annoying. So that's the first factor. Um The second thing is when we get into, so that's the mental side of things. The second thing is when we get into striking. kamara has got about a four-inch reach advantage. He's very good at using the full length of his punches and every inch of that reach. Um, And he's got a great Muay Thai coach as well. I think it's Henry Hooft, fantastic coach. Uh, Colby's been training at AKA, so he's got no shortage of great kickboxing coaching as well. But uh, Colby's more of a volume guy He doesn't throw hard Camaro's a little bit more deliberate Really uses his length Really uses his jab And With the striking I would say the slight edge goes to Camaro. So camaro has got an advantage striking In both reach and power uh, But We saw Colby fight One of the most ruthless strikers <laughs> Ruthless Robbie Lawler One of the most vicious strikers um, You know in the UFC ever. And Colby was able to keep so much volume on him that he was never able to throw those big shots. So although the advantage in striking goes to Kamara, if it turns into a straight striking match where Kamara can stop Colby's takedowns, shake him off and then they're just throwing hands, you do have to give the edge to Kamara. But with that said, Colby throws at such a high volume That if he can even get Kamaru worried about the takedowns and really conscious of defending them, there's a very good chance that he can overload Kamaru and start to overwhelm him with just small strikes, boom, 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 constantly Diaz style. So striking edge goes to Kamaru. If it turns into a straight striking match, Kamaru should win the straight up striking. But... Um, that'll bring us to the wrestling and if wrestling if colby shows any ability to cause problems for kamaro with wrestling then all of a sudden the striking starts to shift in colby's favor with his volume style wrestling is next so now that we are talking about wrestling uh we're just going to go back a little bit to talk about their careers so uh colby was a division 1 wrestler he didn't make it to the top but he was very good and then Kamaro was a Division 2 wrestler, made it to the top of Division 2, and then was an Olympic hopeful, and again, was very good, didn't make it quite to the top. Colby tends to shoot from um, more of the middle of the cage to back you up towards the fence, and then if he can't get it, he'll come up on an underhook, often on the right side, uh, so he'll get his right arm underhook, and then he'll try to beat up on you with the left uh, the problem is you can, the opponent can throw knees and punches off of the right side of their body and then circle out to the right and get away. So Colby has had some trouble with that, particularly against RDA. And um, you will see a lot more takedown attempts from Colby, but they won't be as precise and they won't be as clean uh, technically. But with that said, he has spent more years wrestling and uh, he's been wrestling since he was a kid. Kamaru didn't start till later. So he's got more time on the mat wrestling and more experience against better competition in total. Kamaru, on the other hand, was Division two, but he did start late. He has got freakish athleticism and freakish strength, and he's shown a complete ability to control everybody he's fought so far. Um, in his wrestling career straight up, he did spend less time against top-level competition, uh, but... Obviously, when you're training as an Olympic hopeful, um, people see you as someone who could make it all the way to the top. So he does have that potential there, but he has less hours on the mat in. What he does have over Colby is strength and size on the mat. So it's possible, and he's never been taken down in the UFC. If you watch the Damian Maia fight, he kind of did get taken down, but he popped right back up. Uh, The fact that Damian Maya was even able to sit him on his butt makes me think that Colby definitely can, multiple times. And if Colby can just do that, as long as he can get Kamaru expending energy, then the fight's going to go Colby's way. If Kamaru can completely shake him off and keep him from even bringing him down to the mat for a moment, uh, which he's shown he's been able to do against every opponent he's ever faced so far, then again, it's going to go... Kamaro's way so the wrestling is a huge component here and it's basically going to come down to is Kamaro so much more powerful than Colby that he will be able to completely shake off his wrestling attempts without even having to use too much energy and honestly with this one he's never faced a wrestler like Colby and Colby's never faced someone with a wrestling pedigree and a shown ability to stop takedowns like him Uh, he's never been taken down that resume is incredible so this is one of those big question marks that will be really interesting to see itself play out in the fight um, because, again, like Colby might be able to take him down just enough to get him to really start to scramble and burn that energy using those bigger muscles in that bigger frame. Um, and then eventually he'll be able to drown him uh, slowly in the fourth and fifth. But it's also very possible that we see Kamaru just completely control him and just execute his game plan and then throw some big bombs the moment that he has an opening with Colby. So that's the story of the wrestling. It's going to be very interesting to see. Um, again, I think, yeah, I mean, we'll get into it at the end. I'll summarize at the end. Um, with the jiu-jitsu, with both of these guys, they obviously can submit people, but they don't really, they're not really known as submission guys and against someone else with a wrestling pedigree unless someone gets very, very hurt from a punch, from a shot, I don't think you're going to see a submission, so we're not really going to go into that. So we've got the story of the striking, the story of the wrestling, and the story of the mental warfare. Now, this brings us to the end, my final prediction for the fight. And again, I'll preface this by saying it could very easily go the wrong way. But I believe that Colby Covington will win on Saturday. And even just saying it, I'm getting nervous because Kamaru is such a beast and he could totally just control him. But here's why I think that. I think, just going back to the mental stuff, uh, Kamaru genuinely hates Colby and he's genuinely angry. And I think he will come in telling himself that he's going to stay calm. But I think Colby is going to be able to get him off his game and want to kill him. He talks about how this is the only guy he's ever really wanted to kill in the cage. He's just going to absolutely kill him. He's going to crush him. This could be a tactic on Kamaru's part uh, where he's just saying all this stuff but secretly calm to, to sell fights and to trick Colby as well. And that would be very next level. And if that's what he's doing, man, the respect I will have for him as a champion and as a mental warfare artist will be next level he could win me over as a fan for life with this but I don't think that's the case I think he genuinely just hates Colby and actually wants to kill him and I think once he gets in there with Colby he's not a guy who puts people away he doesn't knock people clean out all the time Colby's not a guy who gets finished and this is Colby's normal environment so I think energetically that plays in Colby's favor with the cardio uh, Kamara's talked about how he's his knees are so bad that he has to walk backwards down the stairs. So there's a million other ways to do cardio and he can definitely get very aerobically fit, but he's got worse injuries and he's just a bigger, more muscular guy um, that comes at an energetic cost. Muscle costs oxygen for every movement. And Colby is going to make you move. He's going to make you swing hard. You're going to want to kill him, and he's going to keep you working. He's going to keep you moving, and he's going to constantly throw strikes and constantly throw takedowns at you. So I think for the first time ever, we will see Kamaru's cardio start to crack, and Colby's cardio will not crack. I think Colby will be able to avoid the big shot. He'll be able to wear him down. Um, With the striking, Kamaru, I think, will show a lot of control and some good striking in round one or two. But again, I think Colby really starts to turn the tide in round three. And then round four and five, I say Colby completely takes over. Kamara has very little moments, and Colby just completely melts him like he's done to everybody else. So my official prediction is Colby Covington in a decision. He's going to win it. What would it be? It would be he's going to win 30 to be, well no it would be in the 50s, let me do my maths here, maths are hard uh, so it would be a 48 to 47 decision for Colby 10, 20, 30, 39, 48, yeah, yeah 48, 47 Colby, I'm going to say it'll be a split decision but I will say it'll go Colby Covington's favour Um, that's my official prediction I'm kind of hoping, well, not really. I mean, I don't really hope for one or the other guys. I just find it all fascinating to watch. Um, But yeah, so I think we're going to see Kamaru shake him off in round one and two, land some good strikes, maybe even hurt Colby, rush in for the kill. I think Colby survives. He's just going to be annoying and (laughs) get his way through it. Uh, And then he's going to slowly start to turn the tide. And I think that'll be the story of the fight. So that's my official prediction. Uh, if you listened all the way to the end of this here, I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope that it makes you more excited for the fight this weekend, and uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts. So if you have any thoughts, send me a message, uh, shoot me a comment, anything like that. I'd love to hear what you think. And Dion, you are going to owe me 20 bucks if Colby wins on Saturday. I'm putting it out here in public. You better pay me because if I lose, I will send you that e transfer the second I lose. Um... Yeah, I got money on the line on this. I believe Colby gets it done, but uh, kind of hoping tomorrow because... No, you know what? I'll say straight up, I'm hoping tomorrow because I really like Cam Haynes and the people that Colby surrounds himself with in his inner circle. But when it comes to the, you know, the comments about the dead coach and stuff, it crosses a line that, for me, is unacceptable. And tomorrow is just a good dude who's uh, you know a family man, and he's respectful. So I'm going to root for tomorrow, but my brain says, Colby... We'll see what happens. All right, that's it. Thanks, guys. Connor, the personal trainer, out. And for the uh, next one of these, I believe we will be discussing Cowboy versus McGregor. So that's something to look forward to. Can't wait for that. All right, have a great day, everybody. And again, comment, share, message, subscribe. Um, All that kind of stuff means the world to me. Cheers.